Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for June 19th, 2019. I'm teaching a series entitled The Power of Fellowship. This is part 35 of the series, and the title of today's message is The Importance of Checking with God. Just the importance of checking with God. This message flows in the same vein as yesterday. Yesterday, I talked about consulting with God first before you make decisions. And this was based on John 5 and 19, where Jesus himself said that he never did anything on his own and that he never did anything through his own initiative. Everything that he did, he did because he was he believed he was doing the will of the Father. The Father gave him the words, the Father performed the work, and this is how we're supposed to live every day. So as I flow in the same vein uh, today, I want to jump straight into this because the Father gave me like a, a way to really explain this in a way I think that makes sense to a lot of people. So what does this mean to you today? Let's get into it. I have three things to share with you this morning. And uh, as I do these, as I share these three things, I want you to open up your heart. I want you to hear the voice behind the voice. I'm, I'm speaking, I'm communicating, I'm teaching you what the logos, the written word of God is. And then also I'm, I'm sharing with you what I believe the Holy Spirit gave me so that I can communicate this effectively. And as I do so, uh, I want you to open up your heart now to hear me and then to hear the Holy Spirit through me. There's a voice behind my voice. There's a word behind my words. And that's what you need to hear. The Holy Spirit will make this tailor-made for you. You ready? Three things. Here we go. Number one. So I just want to lay like a biblical foundation. I've shared these scriptures with you before, uh, but let me go ahead and kind of do it again. Think about what the Bible teaches about his predetermined outcome for your life, right? You're not a mistake. You're here on purpose. So if you believe the Bible, then you have to believe all of these scriptures. You have to believe that God made plans for you before the world began and before he formed you in your mother's womb. That's Jeremiah 1 and 5. You have to believe that all the days of your life were mapped out before you ever lived one day. That's what David said in Psalms 139 and 16. You have to believe that God has already blessed you with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That's Ephesians chapter one, verses three through five. You have to believe that God saved you and called you for a specific purpose. And that along with the purpose, he gave you the grace to accomplish it. And he did all of this in Christ Jesus before the world began. That's 2 Timothy 1 and 9. And then lastly, you have to believe that God made you a new person once you were born again. And he made you a new person not by works, he did it by grace, but he made you a new person. Although you were not saved by works, he made you a new person so that you could spend the rest of your life doing the good works that he already planned for you to do. That's Ephesians 2 and 10. So if everything that I just shared with you is true, and it is, (laughs) if all of these scriptures are right, and they are, then there's no way that you can make a major decision in your life without checking with God first. I mean, just think about what I just said with all these scriptures. And and if you get the email from me, then you have all the scriptures in your email. Um, And if you don't, go to todaysword.org and click subscribe so that you can get the email messages. You'll get all my notes in your email inbox. But the point is, if all those scriptures are true and they are, then there's no way that you should be making decisions like, hey, should I, you know, I'm going to change jobs. Brother Pena, I'm tired of these people. I'm going to change jobs. Well, did God tell you to change that job? I'm moving to, you know, I'm moving to Florida. Did God tell you to move to Florida? I mean, like, I mean, I'm going to do, you know, wait a minute. I mean, I'm going to buy another house. Did God, I mean, what I'm saying is, are you making these decisions on your own? I mean, do you really believe what the Bible teaches? Because if you do, you can't do that. Like, I mean, are you making these decisions on your own? Or are you saying, no, wait a minute, God already has a plan for me. And, and, And my job in life is to find out what that is and then to make decisions that align with that plan. 
right? Either you really believe this stuff or you don't. I don't know about you, but I believe this. I'm a believer. I'm, I believe this stuff. This is not, I'm not telling you something I read. This is how I live. Like, okay, God, I'm checking with you. Hey, I believe, you know, we're thinking about doing this. What do you think about that? Is that part of the plan? If that's not part of the plan, I don't want to do it because I'm going to be outside of the will of God, right? I'm, I'm just very that serious about this. This is what the Bible teaches. Number two, if you believe the Bible and what God says very clearly in scripture about his predetermined outcome for your life, then every decision that you make should be a decision that you are making only because you believe that it lines up with God's plan, right? You believe I'm making this decision. I am deciding because God already decided. And so I'm deciding because the grace is already there. And so I'm doing this because God already did it. And if that's not the case, then you shouldn't be doing it. It's really that simple. Number three, I'm just going to, I only have three things for you this morning, but this third one was good. God gave it to me in real practical terms. And, you know, sometimes people, when you quote scripture, they just don't get it. So they need it. And like, that's why Jesus taught in parables and analogies and stories. So I'm going to give you like an analogy or parable, right? So this third one, I think is very important. Just pay attention to what the way God gave it to me so I could give it to you. So let's say, look at me for a minute. Let's say that you get hired to a new organization and the leader of the organization is known as an amazing visionary, right? Someone, I mean, who casts vision, who has a clear vision for every department. And then this person hires you to be in charge of one of his departments and he sits you down and he says, listen, I have a clear vision for this department. I'm putting you in charge of the department, but, I, but he makes it painstakingly clear that he's not putting you in charge of the department to do whatever you want. No, he's putting you in charge of the department to carry out his will, to carry out his vision, to carry out his plan. So he starts to cast vision. He sits you down and he takes the time to cast vision for what he sees and what he wants in this particular department that he put you in charge of. But he didn't put you in charge of it to do what you want. He put you in charge of it to do what he wants. And so he wants you to carry out his plan, his vision, his desires. You agree, right? So you agree. Yes, sir. Yes. Yep. You shake his hand. I want the job. You agree. So he's casting the vision. He puts you in charge of it. And then he releases you to lead it, right? So in this scenario, a few things are clear. First, there's only one vision, one vision for that department. Any more than one vision is division, right? Division. And so God has a vision for your life. There's only one vision. I'll deal with that in a minute. So there's only one vision. Any more than that is division. If you start to... to to try to do your own thing in that department and making decisions that don't line up with his vision, you're going to cause division and you wind up getting fired, right? So you weren't hired for that. You were hired to carry out his vision. So he casts the vision. He releases you. You're supposed to catch the vision and then run with it. That's what you're supposed to do. A good leader, I'm casting vision. I want you to catch the vision and I'm releasing you to now run with it. If you have a decision to make as a leader of that department, you're supposed to consider the vision. And if this is a decision that is taking you closer, that aligns with the vision and is taking you closer to what the, what the leader wants for the department, then you make that decision, right? You, you're making the decision because you believe that this decision is going to take us incrementally closer to the expected end of the visionary. 
And if it doesn't line up with the vision, then you reject it. And you say, no, that, that people say, well, wait a minute, I'm at this company. It works for us. Well, maybe that works for you, but it doesn't work. It works in your company. It doesn't work in this company because we have a different vision and a different visionary. So just because it worked in your last job doesn't mean that you need to bring it here because we're doing something different here. I have a different visionary, which means like, that's why I don't get, I don't get caught up in what other people are doing because they have their own race and they have their own grace and that they have their own vision. I have my own vision. I got to do what God called me to do. You got to do what God calls you to do. This is why jealousy is, is ridiculous because in, in the body of Christ, you should be able to celebrate the, the diversity of giftings and callings without jealousy because every one of us is individually specific called to a specific assignment. So anyway, let me get back to the story. So if it doesn't line up with the vision, you reject it. If it lines up with it, you, you make the decision because you think that it's getting you incrementally closer. Now, if it's a major decision, then in most cases, you're going to bring it to the visionary and the visionary will let you know, hey, wait a minute, you're the leader and I'll let you do a bunch of stuff. But this particular decision, you should have checked with me first, right? This is a big deal. So if it's a major decision, I want you to come and talk to me first, make sure that we're in agreement before you make that decision. Because after all, I'm still in charge of the overall company and, and I just gave you this particular department. You got it? Yes, sir. Got it. So if you can understand that analogy, then you can understand how God wants you to live, right? I mean, his vision for your life was set from the foundations of the world, was set before you were born. It was birthed in his heart, not in yours. But the problem is that when you were born, you had no way of knowing what that vision was because you didn't have the Holy Spirit. So you were not connected to God because God is a spirit and you didn't have the Holy Spirit. So you had no way of knowing what his vision was or his, what his purpose was, what his plan was for your life. But then you were born again. When you accepted Jesus, you were born again. And once you're born again, you have God's spirit. And God's spirit is your spirit to spirit connection to the Father. Now through the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit begins to reveal to you what God already planned from the foundations of the world. God, the Holy Spirit begins to, to cast vision for you. And it's God's vision that was birthed in his heart before the world began. And so now he's casting vision in your heart. And the goal is for you to get God's vision that's in his heart for your life, down in your heart for your own life. So when when the vision you have in your heart for your life is really actually God's vision for your life that was birthed in his heart before the world began, now you're in position to be who it is that God called you to be. Now you're in position to receive the grace and embrace the grace to perform what God called you to perform before the world began. And at that point now, every day you are making decisions and you are making decisions that line up with the vision. And these decisions are getting you incrementally closer to God's overall expected end for your life. Now, once you, you have the vision in your heart, yeah, you can make decisions on a regular basis because you're checking with the vision and lines, it lines up with the vision. You're making decisions and you're going. Now, if it's a major decision, just like the story, then you go back and you make sure that you bathe this thing in prayer, that you spend time with the Father. Hey, listen, I really want to know on this one, right? I think this is the right thing, but is it the right thing? Father, I think we're supposed to move, but are we supposed to move? I, I you know, if we move, my kids are going to go to a new school. If we move, we're going to be one. We're going to have to go to a new church and find a new church and, and have someone else that's speaking a prophetic voice in our life. If we move, then this is going to happen. That's going to happen. I can't listen. I don't want to make this decision without you. I really need to know that if, is this your will? Because if you, if you make a decision that is not part of the will, that is not part of the plan, that is not part of the vision, 
then you're going to find yourself in a position that you don't want to be in. You're going to require things of God that he didn't already plan. See, you're going to be making a demand on God for things that don't belong to you. And so now frustration sets in when you're asking God and asking God and asking God for stuff. And he's like, well, that was never part of the plan in the first place. Everything that I planned for you to have is already stored up. But now you're asking for things that you can't have because you made decisions that you should not have made. And so now you're outside of the will of God and it's frustrating. And, and then you're mad at God and you're mad at yourself and you're mad at everybody. This is why fellowship with God and intimacy with him is so important. This is why I'm taking my time in this series. This is why this is part 34 or whatever. And I keep going because you, you have to get this down in your heart. You should not be making decisions without God. You should not be making decisions that, that you are not led of the Holy Spirit to make. You should not be making major decisions without knowing that this is the will of the father for us as a family, because the safest place in the whole wide world is in the center of the will of God for your life. This is the way we're supposed to live. I hope you got that analogy. I tried to make it as simple, as plain as possible. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and declare this over your life. Say this, say, Father, you made plans for me before the world began. Now, when I was born, I had no way of knowing what those plans were. But thankfully, I accepted Jesus and I was born again. I now have your spirit living inside of me. Your spirit reveals to me your plans. Your spirit casts vision in my heart. I am now at the point where the vision you have in your heart and the vision I have in my heart are the same vision. I have died to all the vision that I came up with on my own. And I fully accept, believe, and pursue your vision for my life. So I don't make decisions that do not align with your vision. And I check with you before making any major decisions because I want to remain in the center of your will. Living this way every day, I get incrementally closer to your overall expected end for my life. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org, click the subscribe button, get the messages. You'll get all my notes in your email inbox for free. And then listen, launch into this day right now, making a decision that you're not going to make decisions without checking with God first, without making sure that it lines up with his vision for your life. And if this message has been a blessing to you, it's so important that you share it. Let's hit the share button. Let's get this out. Share this on your social media, on your timeline, with your friends. Let's let everyone everywhere know that God already made a plan for them, that they're not a mistake, so that they could do whatever they have to do to hear the plan, receive the plan, receive the vision, and then walk it out by faith. I love you, and God loves you. Have an amazing day.